result. You are now tuned into Pulse Pounding with Mickey Dillon. Good afternoon, sluts and prostitutes. It is me, Minky Dillon, another week of Pulse Pounding. I'm joined by a very special guest in the car. We are driving through the Hamptons, blasting Cardi B, looking at Rich Holmes. The white Republicans are shook. I'm joined by a special guest, real estate mogul, my best friend Rachel. Say hello. Hello, it's me. <laughs> you look very good in this Range Rover with your big sunglasses. Thank you. We fit, we fit right into this neighborhood. We are on our way to Montauk, the end, as they say. It is super fucking rainy and cloudy, but it is okay because it's going to clear up tomorrow. We are here for a couple days to chill and relax with her sisters and her mom and my little niece, who is sure to be a terror. <laughs> She is the light of our life And she is the devil All at the same time We are driving to the end and this may be the end (laughs) All these homes In this neighborhood are so rich This GPS took us some weird way That's like Not the normal route But we're enjoying it No service for sure but we're enjoying it There's so many beautiful homes And weird little like rivers you think they would pave these roads better with all the money they have out here jesus christ we just started our trip with pedicures and a target run what better to relax us than a pedicure and a quick stop at target before we leave to act rich yeah for sure this week's episode is all about taking care of yourself honestly i just saw that sign that said deer and I'm having PTSD. There's there's deer here. It says to slow down, and I recommend that you listen. I'm so sorry. I learned from experience. Um, so this I week, did. we are talking all about taking care of yourself. Obviously, I have bitched and moaned quite a few times on this show about my weird life circumstances and how I'm very up and down, and these past couple weeks have been down. So... What I like to do to make myself feel better is one of two things. Either I need to get the fuck up and out of the house alone and have a solo day, usually consisting of a pedicure, maybe some sitting by the water, errands, all that kind of stuff. Most people get stressed out by errands. When I get to go out and do them by myself, it tends to relax me. And then I get a pedicure after. Oh, here we are back on the main road. Are we going to pass that windmill? Did we see it? It was when you were singing. That's so rude. Oh, I was. I thought you were gonna take a picture. I was busy. I was busy with Meg the Stallion. So that's that. We're talking about what you do to take care of yourself when you are feeling stressed, frustrated, like you want to kill someone. (laughs) So there's one of two ways: either go out by myself, or I need to do a fun day with my people. This week. That's the option we're choosing. We're going to Montauk for three three days? Three days. Three days of sitting on the beach, drinking wine, eating food I shouldn't be eating because I'm getting fatter by the day, and relaxing. Oh, are those Hamptons, please? Yeah, they don't fuck around. 
They're like, excuse me, do you know you were going half a mile over the speed limit? You may know I don't own this car. <laughs> I stole this car. <laughs> Honestly, that's not funny because it's possible. Dark no. There's, there's no cops on the beach here. This is a normal place. Everybody's too rich here. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, get they, the fuck out of here. Like, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, they're there. like, get the fuck out of here. What a fucking gay horn for such a nice car. I thought the same thing when you lock the car and you leave the range and you, you know, it goes beep beep. It sounds like the biggest bitch car I've ever heard in my life. I was honestly, like, frustrated when I got out of the car. I was like, I don't want this car anymore. I'm good. It honestly is. It's like a clown car horn for such a big and bad, beautiful-looking car. You would think it would be ferocious. So, in anticipation of my stress-relieving weekend on the weekday, because it's kind of a weekend, but it's Monday through Thursday... Um, I asked the listeners, you, to give me some feedback on what your stressors are and what you do to calm yourselves down. And I was really hoping that it wouldn't implicate me in a crime because you never know what fucking crazy people on the internet are going to say these days. But it didn't. So let's read through some of these responses and see what the fuck is going on with you lunatics. I asked everyone to respond with their biggest stressors currently and what it is that they do to relax. The first one comes from a little baby child who is about 18. So who knows what kind of response we're going to get here. Number one stressor is moving into a fresh start in his life. And when he needs time to himself to think about everything, he likes to smoke and listen to music. Honestly, that's kind of universal. Pretty mature. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> I like to go for drives, listen to music, or get stoned and listen to music. That's always kind of been our thing. I think music relaxes me, and it's a way to decompress after a long day, even if you just put your headphones in. So I like that answer. Yeah, for sure. I can't smoke and drive, though. I can smoke cigarettes and drive, yeah. but that's about it. That's different. I feel like I can't get super stoned and drive. Like, I, I get too stoned for that. Yeah, you know me. I take one hit and night-night. Hmm, all over. Unless it's the weed pen, I can do that. Next one says, I definitely relate to when you mentioned how your surrounding environment affects your mental state. I talked about that on last week's episode and how when I feel like my living situation, my space is a mess or out of order, I feel like the rest of my life <laughs> falls to shit. Um, she said, I hate disorder in a messy house. It's a huge trigger for me. Everything has a place. Keep it there. Agreed. Especially on my coffee table. It needs to be all fucking in order before I go to sleep. I like her. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Music is always my go-to. It always grounds me. I hope you have a nice and relaxing time for yourself. We need you happy and emotionally well. Good luck. This will always be more important than anything else. Yeah, good fucking luck. Thank you so much for the well wishes. Don't think that that's happening anytime soon. Sorry to disappoint you. I've got I don't a. Know if I was supposed to say that, but I was like, good luck. I've got a few more weeks of this bullshit. I swear we didn't pass the windmill. I swear it's here. No way. 100%. This is 100% it coming up. What town is this? Me the rest of the week. 
What town is this? Block Island is my mental health. The beach is my mental health. Being able to walk down to the beach from my house is a blessing. Love that. Sounds rich. I want to die on the beach. <laughs> Naked. Currently or just like in the future? This weekend or in the future. Whichever, whichever. Yo, let this BMW hit you so we can sue the bitch. She looks rich. Okay, so this person said Block Island is their mental health break spot as well as the beach. I agree with that. The beach is a really good spot. I actually like going to the beach when it's not that warm out, like in the fall, um, in like normal clothes and just like walking and watching the water. Something about the sound of the ocean really calms me. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Then she said her current top stressor is making money and my child. I love my job, but I need other forms of income. As a single parent, it's just me, but also being off for two weeks has been joyous. How can I work from home and be a millionaire? Don't we all want to do that? I couldn't agree more and I feel like my sister would definitely have something to say about that being a mother of a two-year-old and trying to keep the house in order and maintain their financial health I, I could not speak to that I do not have children yet but I could only imagine I never want to have children and this is why it ruins your fucking life and your finances imagine how much money people would have if they didn't have fucking kids oh my god Absolutely not. Um, yeah, well, we're going to find out what your sister thinks about this later. Okay, so, so far we've got messy houses <laughs> and kids <laughs> and job and finances, which makes sense. I feel like finances are the biggest stressor in everyone's life who is not living in a way that is like com completely financially free. If you're not making a certain amount of ridiculous money, especially in the fucking state of New York, finances are a stressor for everyone because no matter how much money you make here, it never seems to be enough. Never enough. And when you are financially stressed, I feel like it kind of bleeds into the rest of your life somehow or another. And your relationship if you're in one. A hundred percent, especially if you're living with your significant other. It's just natural for both of you to be stressed about finances together. If you're paying your rent, you're paying your utilities together. So it could definitely uh, make or break a relationship. That's for sure. One hundred percent. Should we roll down the window and ask these construction workers what their biggest stressor is in life as he hammers away at the fucking brick? <laughs> Next one says... <laughs> no way that guy's making like $55 an hour I told you we didn't pass the windmill you fucking asshole tell me about the fucking Hamptons like I don't know where we are there was another windmill. this is my landmark yeah there is but this is the one I was talking about this is the great windmill of Orion Southampton pause the podcast get your picture no, I took a picture, but it's ugly. I don't even care. Okay, next one says, Manny Petty solves all problems. Couldn't agree more. I feel like Everything. the pedicure fixed my life. Like, do you ever see the movie Death Becomes Her? No. Ugh. Okay, well, if anyone listening has seen that movie, which you should have because it's a fucking classic, I feel like that scene where he puts them back together, like after she shoots the hole through her stomach... <laughs> The premise of the movie, if you've never seen it, is that they, um, Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep take this like magic serum from this woman that they trade their life savings for, and in turn, they will live forever 
and look young forever. So it like turns back the aging clock and then you live forever. But the woman says like, take care of your bodies because you're going to be together for a long time. So they get all like fucked up throughout the movie. They like fall and break bones and they can't die. So like one of them shoots the other and she's got like a big fucking hole in her stomach and they're all jacked up. Bruce Willis plays Meryl Streep's husband and he's an undertaker at the morgue. And he like dresses them up and fixes them up with like paint and all this shit because their bodies are technically cold and dead, even though they're walking around. And at the end of the movie, they're all like fucked up in the face and like the paint's chipping and their arm falls off and they're trying to put each other back together. It's so funny. But that's how I felt after the pedicure. I feel like someone just put some spray paint on my emotional state (laughs) and some spackle. And for the time being, I'm doing just fine. Um, so she said, Manny Petty solves all problems. And then I asked her, what's your biggest stressor? Because you know what, listeners? Some of you are a little fucking slow. And I ask a two-part question, and you can't keep up. You're only answering one part of the question. It's two parts. Learn how to read. Um, so I asked her what her biggest stressor was. And she said, definitely work. Just stepping away and doing something where I can't be on my phone and I don't have to talk to anyone. I agree. Sometimes having to interact at work is stressful. I agree. And back to the pedicure thing, I, even if I'm feeling financially stressed, sometimes I just say, screw it. I deserve this. I'll go get a facial. I will take an hour, get a facial, get a massage, get a pedicure, go tanning, go to the beach, some kind of self-care. And I will tell you, I wake up a new woman the next day. I feel strong. I feel refreshed. And I think that we all need a little bit of that. So if you're listening, (laughs) go get a facial. Amen, sister. Little hydration of the face. Love that. Next one says, I have to say, oh, I like this one. I have to say my number one stressor is honestly energy of other people's worries. I feel it sometimes and think to myself, why do I feel weird? I was just happy two minutes ago or relaxed two minutes ago. I'm trying not to absorb too much, especially being in a public profession. It's like you have to be on go even though you're on chill. I honestly listen to music and do energy protection prayers after. I just need to remember during the rush to work to do it before. Or I fucking get a drink and take off my fucking bra and shoes. It always relaxes me if all else fails. I honestly can relate to that so much, and I think that was such a perfect way of putting it. Uh, Taking off your bra? (laughs) Definitely taking off your bra. Take off your bra right now and throw it out the window on Montauk Highway. (laughs) It's not expensive enough for East Hampton. (laughs) Look at this poor person. (laughs) Look at that Target bra. They're not going to care about the fact that I took my bra off. They're going to care that my bra is uh, from TJ Maxx. Cheap bitch. (laughs) I think that was really great. The number one stressor being other people's energy and um, being in a public profession, 100%. She's in a profession where she's talking to people all the time and, and interacting with people all the time. And sometimes if other people's energy is off, it can really change the way your mood is. I felt that way yesterday. I was in a great mood. I don't know why, (laughs) but I woke up in a great mood. I think it's because I knew today we were going on our little staycation and I just had to get through one more day of work. So I got to work in a super great mood, really like bubbly and happy and ready to have a good time and just get through the shift. 
and everyone else, all of my coworkers, were just not in that mood. Every other coworker was like something was wrong and they were feeling like weird and they were kind of like angry, I guess, and talking about a lot of stuff that was going on at work and it was just kind of negative. And that's fine. Like sometimes I'm in that mood too, so I get it. It was just that I was in one way and everyone else around me was on the other side and I feel like it kind of like killed my energy and brought me down. And I told myself that I wasn't going to let it bother me, but it did. I like fell into their energy. So that's like a big thing. If the people around you are feeling some type of way, sometimes it like pulls you into that. So that sucks. I think just to add to that, when you are, you know, have close relationships with people and they're having their own issues and they start talking about their issues, of course, that's fine. That's what, you know, having close relationships is about. But I think that sometimes brings up negative feelings for yourself and, you know, your own relationship or your own finances or whatever it is that, you know, that person's talking about. And sometimes I need to compartmentalize and kind of put it in the back of my mind, put it on the back burner and say, I'll think about this later instead of overthinking and kind of getting myself into that negative headspace. I was thinking about yesterday, sometimes I think I'm too good at compartmentalizing. Sometimes I think I compartmentalize to a point where it might not be healthy. I wonder if that is a thing. Can you compartmentalize too much? Absolutely. Next one says, beach always. Sometimes I just drive and blast music with no destination. I love that so much. And then I asked her what her biggest stressor was right now. Listen to this shit. And she goes... Ooh, honestly, my life is decently stress-free. I said, good for you. And she says, it's what happens when you don't date any losers and live in peace being alone. (laughs) You're a queen. Good for you, bitch. I like her a lot. She travels a lot solo. Totally my type of bitch. Um, Next one says, number one stressor is work and reset has always been to eat a big meal at Chili's. (laughs) And I said, Chili's has bomb soup. Chili's. What do I like from Chili's? Mm, I don't know. Bitch, when's the last time you've been to a Chili's? I was just going to say, like, I don't think Chili's would be it for me, but like a large fry from anywhere, I'm good. That's the move. 100%. Next one says I need to exercise, specifically going for a run, then fucking chill out by the water on a beach or in my room. That's my reset button. Biggest stressor is work and figuring out my life's path and purpose. Amen to that, sister. Yes. Uh, I actually just started Pelotoning about eight weeks ago. And in the beginning, you would never find me, you know, cycling to de-stress. But now that I am into it, if I do have a hard day, after that 45-minute session, I feel so relieved. And it kind of clears my head so I can understand that. Next one says, my family's private lake rich floating on the pontoon boat rich what's a pontoon boat it's like i think it's like the one that is flat and has the like the canopy over it oh yeah like a party boat sure yeah i think it's that one um biggest stressor is finding a new job she says that she's a server 
bartender, but is looking for something that is related to her field of study, which is finances. Honestly, I have oh, I've been in the restaurant industry forever, and I don't think that you could get a more valuable skill than dealing with people of all different nature all day long. So you got this girl or guy. Amen, sister. It's a girl. You were correct. Um, next one says, why is this doing this? Next one says, my business takes a toll and it's too much sometimes, but I love going to the beach or just opening a really good wine and sitting on the couch and binging a show. Love that so much. Next one says, my stressors mostly come from my own anxiety and overthinking. <laughs> Same bit. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Probably not a healthy answer, but a drink. <laughs> I said, what do you do? What is your thing when you're stressed and need to feel better? She said, Probably not a healthy answer, but a drink. Come to <laughs> Meet us. Usually, if I can talk to my friends and they can get me out of my own head. Open, non-judgmental communication makes me feel better, which is literally what you and I do literally five nights a week so that we don't kill ourselves. I always feel better after talking to my people, and I will literally just talk their ear off. It's word vomit, but sometimes you just got to get it off your chest, and I guess it goes back to that, like, compartmentalizing is bad. Getting it off your chest is the way to do it. I think there's a healthy level of compartmentalizing, but sometimes I think, like, Maybe this is too much. Like, maybe I'm too good at that, and that's unhealthy. Next one says, alone time is the best for resetting. At the beach or anywhere that is kid-free. See, I'm telling you, bitches, I don't know why you all want to have kids so bad, because the second you pop those motherfuckers out, all you want to do is get away from them. Um, I was sitting. I was sitting thinking that I was so unique. But, oh, I go to the beach to decompress. That was like nine. <laughs> was like ninety percent of your answers. That's literally such a TJ Maxx live laugh love sign answer. Is going to the beach like it's such a white girl pumpkin spice latte answer? But it really is true. Like the water makes you feel better. There's something about the beach that is just calming. Um, so kid free, alone time. And her number one stressor is being a good mom, dieting. Amen to that. And fucking gas prices. Ah, who is not stressed about gas prices at this time? Tesla owners. <laughs> Good answer. I always say like that's my biggest want as far as financial freedom. I just want to be the kind of person who puts the credit card, the machine and pumps the gas and doesn't look at how much it costs. I, I want to be the person who doesn't care what the what the, that number is, right. but hundred percent. I just don't want to give a fuck because it doesn't matter. Last one says, my number one stressor is probably feeling like there is never enough time in the day to get things done. And time goes by way too quickly lately. That's because you're getting older like us, bitch. So I usually make several to-do lists, temporary fix. I agree. Lists keep my life together. In my iPhone notes, I have so many lists. Lists of things to do, lists of things coming up, lists of things I need to buy, shopping lists. I have all kinds of fucking lists that keep my life together. Um, she said what usually helps most is getting exercise or listening to music or even just changing my scenery. So we seem to all have very similar answers. Beach, music, drives, all alone time, all things like that. So it is really interesting how all of these people who were in 
all different age groups, different genders, men, women, whatever it is. Everyone had really similar answers for the most part, really similar things that they do to make themselves feel better and really similar stressors. Everyone stressed about their kids, stressed about their finances, stressed about their job, getting things done, feeling accomplished. And everyone's kind of doing the same thing, going to the beach or just chilling out alone. So that's interesting. We're all not that different after all. Oh, here we go over this big fucking bump. Holy shit. We have just arrived to our hotel as we are finishing this conversation. Okay. What's your biggest stressor? Uh, I feel like it does change all of the time, but current... Jesus Christ! Was that a speed bump or a body? What the fuck? Uh, my biggest stressor currently in my life is not feeling like I am achieving what I have set out to do. So it's that constant fear of failure, I think, that's weighing heavily on my mind. And what was the second part of the question? <laughs> this bitch is not even 30 years old and she owns two homes and she's on track to make a hundred grand this year and the year's not even over and she feels unaccomplished. Do you imagine, can you fucking imagine that? The second part of the question was what you do to decompress and to feel better. Exactly this. I could not ask for a better way for me to decompress than to be with you, my sisters, my mom, hanging out at the beach having no schedule for once in my life, not having to plan. Right. She's a big planner. Big planner. She loves it when it comes to vacations and events, but it can, can be stressful in your daily fucking life. But I agree. I think that we are spoiled and we don't really take it for granted. We talk about it a lot. Her sisters and her mom are very much my family as well. We've all been together for so many years. And I think that we are so blessed that we actually enjoy the company of our siblings and our family. And they're like our best friends, even your mom. Um, so I think that that's such an incredible gift because so many people are not like that with their families. So it's exciting that the people that we want to spend our time with and relax and decompress with are actually our family. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like when... We do this, and whether it's a week trip, an overnight trip, a weekend, when I come back, I have such a sense of clarity, and it's really just from connecting and bonding with the people that I love. Not to sound corny, but that's really the truth. I get so much clarity from it. I agree. And I always say that I think that that is the whole point of life. And I'm not like, you know, on a serious note, I'm not knocking people that want to have children. I totally understand that that is very important to people and it's a fulfilling purpose in life. However, I do think people make the mistake of thinking that that is life's purpose is just to have children. And I think that life is all about the relationships that you build. And that can include having children and the relationship that you have with them. But I think it's just relationships in general. So I think that personally, my perspective is that the whole point of life is to build and have these relationships. And we talked about that one time when we were sitting in your living room with you and your sisters and your mom, and we were saying, I forget what happened. Somebody was going through something. Maybe it was me. I don't know. But we were saying, like, isn't it so crazy how no matter what happens, we all always come together. It's always us in this circle, on the couch in the living room at your mom's house, three fucking bottles of wine deep. And no matter what crazy shit 
anybody is going through, we'll always end up back together, talking about it, dealing with it, all together. And that is like such an incredible bond and relationship as a whole to rely on when things go crazy. And I think that that is the whole point of life is to build those relationships and find those people that will pick you up when you're down and support you and you know that you can fall back on. You honestly just have a way with words. I don't today. I have a headache. (laughs) Well, I think that one of your viewers said, you know, time alone is really important. And I think just as important to that is to find your people and have that constant in your life, whoever it is, if it's a friend, if it's a family member, if it's a boyfriend, having that person that you can kind of unload on and, you know, get out all of your shit. And after the, afterwards, at least for myself, I always feel better and I feel grounded. And I think that's the, the purpose of of having close relationships like that. And caffeine. That's the other purpose to life. Okay, so that's that. We have just arrived and pulled up to our hotel. Very beachy here. Very cloudy today. There's a Porsche. I'm excited. There's a Porsche. Who is he? Where is he? I need to find him. He's probably old and wrinkly. He's rich. His balls are probably saggy. We don't want anything to do with that. All right, we'll check in with you later after we figure out what the fuck is going on here. Okay, so if you hear some squealing, my two-year-old niece is watching something on her iPad and it must be super funny or exciting because she's losing her mind. Okay, so we got here. It was super cloudy and very rainy today. It's supposed to be nice and sunny and warm for the rest of the time that we're here. Today, it was drizzling. It was cloudy. And honestly, I didn't even mind it. We got here. And Rachel and I were stuck (laughs) in the parking lot for a solid 15 minutes because we could not get any service or any Wi-Fi to text or call anyone and find out what our room number is. So we're in like a community of townhouses in Montauk and we could not find which one our family was in because there's just way too many and it's like the fucking Harry Potter staircase that moves. There's staircases going everywhere and there's houses on each different level and you just can't figure out what the fuck you're doing. So we were stuck outside trying to get service, trying to send texts, trying to make calls, trying to FaceTime to figure out where the fuck we belonged. And then we realized 15 minutes later that the Wi-Fi at this place does not require a password so we were just able to connect to it and facetime and find out where to go so night one has been a success we got here started having a couple drinks and hanging out i'm always the person there's something about montauk that makes me and fire island too but specifically montauk the day we get here i need to get a brand new Montauk sweatshirt <laughs> and a coffee mug. I collect coffee mugs. If you don't know that, I have everyone I know bring me a coffee mug from wherever they go. So I have mugs from all over the world. I always pick one up wherever I go. So I probably have like seven Montauk mugs. I don't need it. But while I'm here drinking coffee, because those are the kind of people we are, we bring our own coffee pot <laughs> to the hotels. I need a nice coffee mug. None of this bullshit Target special plain white comes in a box mug. Absolutely not for me. We went to the town and got some shirts and got some fudge. They have this incredible fudge shop in Montauk that they make homemade fresh fudge. And there's a million different flavors. And that's the last fucking thing I need to be eating. But I bought it anyway. 
um, we went into like this little crystal shop. There's like this crystal witch-like shop down here. And it must be new, obviously, because it's trendy now. Because the last time I was here in 2020, I don't fucking remember that store. But I went in there and I saw this ring. And it's super big and super gaudy. It's like golden amethyst. And it's so pretty. So I didn't think I should buy it because it's kind of obnoxious. But I put it on and it fit like perfectly on my right ring finger. And I was like, mm, that's it. See you later, $45. And then I came back here and stuffed my face with ZD, which is another of the last things I need to be eating. I should make a fucking list of all the things I don't need to be eating that I've stuffed my face with the past two weeks. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anywhere we go, there's a pot of fucking sauce and a tray of pasta following not far behind. I just found out there's two trays and everyone called me out and let me know that it's because I like to eat <laughs> leftovers, cold pasta at one o'clock in the fucking morning. And then I wonder why I'm having the issues I am. My niece has been all over the place today. She is two and she has more energy than any person I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. She has been watercolor painting all over the house today. I can't tell you how many times she tried to do it on the couch. She said, I want to paint on the couch. And I said, bitch, are you nuts? So that's that. Night one is down. And now it's time to drink as much red wine as I can until I pass out. <laughs> Hopefully we wake up tomorrow and the weather is correct and the sun is real and it is out and shining. Because if there is no sun tomorrow, we are going to see a very different Rachel. And it's not the one I like. It's not the one I like. <laughs> If there's no sun tomorrow, you're going to be the most miserable bitch in America. And you know it. <laughs> I didn't know these bitches were down there listening to me. Can I have some privacy in this loft? <laughs> there's no room up here. There's like This is like a fucking jail cell up here. Upstairs in this little loft. And I'm overlooking the kitchen slash living room combo. Are you guys doing the dishes? No, no. <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. <laughs> I'll do it, you bitch. Oh, Everyone's in trouble because the two-year-old is trying to sleep. The kid doesn't want to go to bed. Put some red wine on her gums. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nobody's doing that. Don't call CPS. I honestly already feel better. I already feel relaxed. I already feel good being with my crew. I like haven't seen any of the girls besides Rachel in quite some time, at least like a month or two, which is really strange. I've just been so busy and so like out of it and so like focused on other things that I haven't really seen anyone at all. The only reason I see Rachel is because we live a floor away from each other. So yeah, like it feels good to be here with everyone and relaxed and just like chilling out and no responsibilities, you know, like I don't have to go to work. I don't have to worry about the house. Like I'm just here doing nothing, going to sit on the beach, eating and shopping. <laughs> and then when I get back on Thursday, I'll worry about getting my fucking life together and going to the goddamn gym. Oh, the shower. I forgot about the shower. This shower here is unbelievable. It's a big glass steam shower. The water comes at you from 8 million different ways. I couldn't tell if I felt like I was in an Herbal Essence commercial or a porn. Very confusing. The kind of sex you could have in that shower is unbelievable. Do you think anyone's had sex in that shower yet? 
Okay, I guess I'm going to do the dishes. Ugh. Oh, we have a dishwasher. I don't know how many fucking plates are going to fit in that little rinky-dink piece of shit. Okay, day two. Last night I got super stoned and decided to bring the couch cushions up to the loft bedroom so I can sleep in between Rachel and her sister instead of on the couch by myself. I woke up this morning on the floor at 10 o'clock in the morning to my niece who wouldn't shut up. (laughs) She woke me up and started talking a mile a minute. She also likes to point out the breakouts on my face and say, boo-boo, what's wrong? (laughs) Right, Mila? (laughs) I have literally been drinking rosé and white claws all day. I took a 30-minute power nap and laid in the sun. The beach is so nice. We saw whales. I've never seen a whale in real life. Free Willy was jumping out of the water. For what purpose, I don't know. Swimming back and forth. I personally believe that he went to visit his mistress and we saw him on his way back home because he was going back and forth two different directions. Didn't make any sense. I don't understand why whales get so close to the shore. I don't understand how they end up on the beach sometimes. I don't understand how something so big can swim in such shallow water. None of it makes sense to me. Whales are confusing. Every person that went in the water, I would turn to Rachel and be like, those motherfuckers are about to get eaten by a shark. Watch, it's going to (laughs) happen. I don't understand why with all the reports of the sharks off the coast of Long Island, like they're literally at the shore. They're not out there. They're like in two, three feet of water. People are fucking pulling out sharks and getting attacked by sharks. I don't know why anyone would be getting in the fucking ocean right now. It makes no sense to me. Not me. You're not going to catch me with my fucking leg bit off. So it was nice to lay on the beach for a couple hours and take in the sun and the water. I always love to go for like a solo beach walk. That's another thing I love to do when I'm feeling like down or I mean, I do it anyway. If we're just out in a spot for it, I'll do it anyway, but it's definitely something I like to do when I feel like down. What? How was the pool? Did you bring home your pool noodle? Yeah. Or did you give it to that nasty little bitch? Oh, thank you so much. I'm talking about the whale. Do you remember seeing the whale? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the whale. That's it? You lost interest? Yeah. Okay. you could have seen the visual of her eating the fucking microphone doing some remix to twinkle twinkle in a goddamn different language i don't know what that was welcome to having a two-year-old around the best thing about these like little mini vacations we take is that rachel's mom always food shops 
and brings literally everything we need for all the days we we're here. So last night we had ziti. She made two trays of ziti and brought it. Extra sauce, the whole thing. Garlic bread. We had the whole fucking spread. Caesar salad. Before that we had a cheese board. And I'm not talking like a little rinky-dink cheese board from fucking Stop and Shop. This was like some gourmet shit. It was ridiculous. It was so good. And then today we had a whole spread of cold cuts across the whole fucking table. And tonight we're doing tacos. So all I've been doing since I got here is eating too much and drinking too much. Am I sorry? Do I regret it? Absolutely not. So that has been day two so far. The child is going to take a nap. Everyone else is down by the beach and the pool doing their thing and here i am reflecting (laughs) will i take a nap we shall see i don't know i'm fucking exhausted already it's the sun and the alcohol i swear to god i need like 30 minute power naps throughout the day it's cute it's really cute especially in like a montauk house this is funny michael you didn't take anything Oh, here we go, Ragdoll. Honestly, you are the wrong person to say that because you post the worst pictures of. She's the worst. She really does. Specifically, Rachel and I. Typical mom, like no one's looking except for her. (laughs) And she's like, "Oh, it's just for my friends." I look like this. She's like, oh, it's just for my friends. Okay, well, your friends think I'm a fucking gross slob (laughs) based on the pictures you post of me. Wow, what a scene. The whole crew is here on the show. Never had this happen before. Nice. Yeah, I'm liking the vibes here. Me too. Hello, welcome. Welcome to (laughs) our hotel. Raquel, hold your mic a little closer to your face. There you go. I thought we tested this before. We did, but you were like holding it. You're like, <laughs> you're like, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. That's how you hold, you held the microphone at my wedding. You're hold like it really low. Hold it like a dick that you're about to put in your mouth. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense now. Thank you. Perfect. Now you sound great. Uh, great. There wow. we go. You must have a lot little of ex- adjustment you there. You must have a lot of experience with that. <laughs> oh, does not she more have than experience. You. <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> Oh, Mom's already getting uncomfortable. <laughs> Nobody's got more experience than you. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so this week we've been talking all about stressors and hard times in life and what you do when you are feeling the most stressed. So is it a place that you go to? Is it an activity that you do? A lot of people were talking about that their stressors were their kids and their jobs, um, relationships, all kinds of things. And there was various ways that they like to decompress. This all started because I'm obviously in a weird place and very up and down. And like, I either have to go out and have like a fun solo day and do something cool by myself and just kind of like zone out. Or I like to go somewhere with my people, which are you. (laughs) So here we are decompressing from my stress. Okay. So let's talk about what your biggest stressor is in life right now and what you do to make yourself feel better. You're up first. Me. Okay. Can you hear me? Rachel already went. So, (laughs) um, so I take the more spiritual approach and that's a new thing. Usually, usually I would go to like music. That Mm -hmm. was like my go-to. Like if I needed alone time, I'd plug my headphones in, block the world out. And like music was my go-to. Right. It still is. But now I've incorporated 
like Crack. weekly. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> weekly like salt baths. Mm-hmm. I like candles. I completely like shut the door. It's just me time. It's a hot bath. I put like all different like bath salts in and oils. And it's like the best version of my like self-care I could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Because not only do you come out feeling like physically refreshed, like your muscles feel good, but your mind is clear too. Right. Just from like sitting there and like listening to music. And sometimes I'll do like Netflix and I'll I'll have a glass of wine or something like that. Netflix, no chill. No chill. <laughs> chill for me, but maybe no other persons in, in the bathtub. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely think that the salt bath has really been a new decompressor for me weekly. And it has to be weekly. I've noticed I've gone like two or three weeks without it. Mm-hmm. And not only is my body sore and like needing it, but like my mind needs that like clarity too. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my go-to. Okay. Yeah. Very fun. Where, where do you buy these salts that you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> So there's obviously Etsy stores and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, TJ Maxx is my favorite. Oh, my God. You're buying yeah, salts from Etsy? You don't know what those fucking people are putting in there. I mean, it could be you drugs. don't really know that's, TJ that's Maxx either. That's why you either. feel so relaxed. You're absorbing TJ Maxx, fentanyl. like you've never heard the brand. And you're just like, all right. Yeah, but that's when you eat Did them. Did you ever hear of those zombie salts? You eat them, right? It was a big thing a couple of years ago. Oh, bath your, salts. They all wear your face off. Bath salts. Like, from Pe- bath people salts. would eat the, each other's and faces. And zombies. I'm pretty sure that's like an actual drug, That's a different mom. kind of bath that's salt. That's like a bath okay. salt. Like she drug. said they became Not zombies. Not like the kind you go to like. <laughs> zombies are real. That's like crack, though. Yeah. You know, they're basically Epsom salt is what the yeah, bath yeah, yeah. is. And it's really good for okay, you. Okay, but I was scared of that. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not coming out of the bathtub like trying to rip anyone's face off, so that's good. Well, honestly, (laughs) if you did, maybe. I mean, if I'm still in a bad mood afterwards, but. (laughs) Okay, and what is your biggest stressor in life currently? Um, I I feel like it's going to be a few. It is. So I can break it down. So I'm a mother and I'm a wife. So those two things, as blessed as I am to be, those. Is that a song? I'm a child, I'm a mother. Something probably Alana Morissette naked on the floor or is I'm that, a bitch. No, I'm a lover. Those are two different songs. Oh, is that? I mean, I guess that fits. too. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you're Do definitely you a bitch. <laughs> Do no, you want me to sing? Don't. I'll have to cut it out. Uh, um, so yeah. So, I mean, I, being a mom is the best thing in the world, but obviously you've seen just from this vacation alone, you've seen it in plenty. Mm-hmm. It's hard. She's tough. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like my mind is constantly worried about, my husband and my daughter and everything else that relies on like their life, right. you know? So it's constant, constant, constant. My mind doesn't just shut off. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, um, I mean, you know, I read cards, tarot, mm-hmm. and I have clients and things like that. And doing readings on top of that and then also just feeling people's energy right. around me is exhausting. Yeah, like absorbing. I do. And like I could walk into a room and immediately feel overwhelmed just by certain people's energy. Mm -hmm. And then I can walk into a room and feel completely comfortable and you know that like it's a safe environment. Mm -hmm. Um, But more times than not, like you're walking into Target and if everybody's stressed out all the time and they're shopping and they're worried, imagine me times a thousand other women in Target with the same mindset. Right. Now I'm absorbing their energy and my own. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I need a freaking bath. Like this is when I do it. I need some bath To kind of release, you know. I think it's interesting that you said that because someone else yesterday said Mm. the same thing about when they're around people that may have their energy is off, Uh that it puts them in a bad mood and it stresses them out. So it absolutely does. And it's not just for, I mean, it's not just intuitives and empaths and things like that. I think a lot of people can feel the vibe of other people and it's draining sometimes, especially in the world we live in now. It's like very scary. Sometimes people just don't know what they're feeling. 
True. Like sometimes people can absorb other people's energy, but they don't really recognize that because they're not as like spiritual. Right. They may just say it's anxiety. Right. You know, not really realize it's you're actually feeling people's energy. But I think even for people who are kind of skeptical and like not so into like the woo woo shit. Right. No offense. No. Um, I think that energy is a real thing. And like mm-hmm. when you come in contact with people, like there's an exchange of something. Yeah. You know, so like I feel like people are skeptical about that, but it's more realistic than people think in my opinion it is. it's an energy is exactly what you said is an energy exchange right so. and everything is energy you know like yeah i don't know That's i think true. people i mean have you seen the tiktok of people trying to like have the tree touch their hand no but i've seen um like time lapse videos of trees breathing have you ever seen that that's kind of part of it how like it's they're crazy. alive because it's energy oh it's that, so crazy know? to watch if you were to say like tree like touch my hand and you keep it close to like a le- that it would tree. Like, reach out and touch you come over here tree <laughs> i think we should test it out later yeah where's the closest tree let's get stoned because i was looking across over the balcony and i said to the girls what is going on in that house? Yeah. Because it looked like they were exercising going up and down. He said it's sex. They're having down. really <laughs> wild sex. Tree sex. I see that part. And oh my God. Just tree leaves that are in front of the house that are moving <laughs> up and down. She said, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past machines people in having there that sex. They're on? <laughs> like in Montauk with the windows open. At first open. I did think it was some, they were having sex. I did. But then I was trying to clean up my thoughts and say, okay, maybe they're just exercising. Wait, so Clean I was, up her thoughts. I was yeah. driving home on the BQE from Philly and I was looking at the apartment buildings that are literally like next to the BQE. So like as you're driving by, you're looking in their fucking windows if their windows are open. Yeah. And I was like, do people have sex in front of these windows and just everybody who's driving by on the can expressway see. can see? And also like, should I try that? I don't think they care. <laughs> they because don't they'll care. never they know who that, that person way. is I mean, that's, that's watching them. And if anything, to. it's like a kink. Yeah. I think I might want to try that. I think I might want to try that. And that's the kind of energy that we need. <laughs> Speaking of energy. <laughs> All right. So book yourself like a hotel room where there's windows. Yeah. Or like and, an Airbnb yeah. off the BQE. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I might get arrested again. So maybe that's not a good idea. I'll write a review. <laughs> Oh, I didn't introduce you. That was Rachel's sister, Raquel. Yes. Queen yeah. of TikTok and tarot. That's right. Drop your at. Drop my app. So I'm Mystical Misfits, guys, on TikTok and Instagram. And she does readings for what's your cheapest one? Because um, I know a lot of cheap bitches <laughs> on this show. I think it's seven, seven dollars. Seven dollars. Like it's a three card poll. But then if you want like a general reading, it's more like twenty five. What's a premium reading? Twenty five. I'm not that tough on. Don't people. ever say general about your own stuff again. No, meaning gen- is actually general. Like if you were to get a general reading, not oh, <laughs> there's like a love. But I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. No, it's a general reading. Like we don't know what's gonna come out. Her is premium it, you know, readings finances. are twenty five dollars. You can find her on TikTok and on Instagram. If you don't stop moving your microphone, specifically you, I'm gonna sue you. Down. Um, and it's so good, honestly. Like she always reads me when we're together. And last night she read. Me? <laughs> Is that how I say it? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Read your card. Well, read your cards. Yeah. yeah, so she read my cards last night, having not known the situation that I was looking for some clarity on because we haven't really talked about it. And it was fucking nuts. It was mm-hmm. so spot on. Even in like the weird way when we were talking about the dreams. Yeah. Like I had been having like dreams that I remembered and it's a whole thing. Like I don't usually remember them, but there was very specific dreams that I was kind of like, hmm, about. And she like pulled out in the cards something about me having dreams. It's very fucking weird and she's very good at it. So 
yeah. by her readings, you pieces of shit. Yeah. Um, okay, Rhi, you're up next. <laughs> Rihanna's um, here. Hello, hello. All everyone. 23 years <laughs> of her to tell you about her experience. Um. Okay. Show us your boobs. Yeah, I mean, too bad people can't see it's them. It's true. It's not in the video. <laughs> if you can't see them, they are huge. Thanks, thanks. Honestly, all of your boobs are huge. It's the, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's in the jeans. Yeah. Yeah, you're shaking your head at me, mother of the clan, <laughs> as if yours are not also huge. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think we got them from? Okay, Ree, what is your biggest stressor in life currently? Um. And keep in mind that people are going to hear this. Okay. <laughs> Bigger, biggest stress in my life, I would say, is... Having to decide what I want to be at such a young age, I felt like, you know, people put so much pressure on you to like know exactly what you want to do in life and go to college. And like, you know, I feel like it's really unfair to like put so much pressure on kids at our age because, you know, things change every day. And then like you look at yourself a couple years down the road and you're like, I'm not even happy in the position I'm in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's really just unfortunate that so many people are like forced in to college to know exactly what they want to do. And half the time people don't even use those degrees. Right. You know, which is very common these days. Yeah. So I want to say that for myself, you know, personally, that's probably one of the hardest things in my life is, you know, I thought I wanted to go to school for nursing and, you know, I love taking care of people, but I kind of turned around and realized like, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think I really want to be a nurse. You know, I want to work in healthcare, but I don't think that's like really the path for myself, you Mm -hmm. know? So I guess really just trying to figure out what's the best position for me and, you know, what's going to make me happy at the end of the day and wake up in the morning and go to work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people do get stuck in certain situations as far as work because you have to make decisions like you're saying when you're so young. What the fuck do you know about what you want to do with the rest of your life at 18? Right. I'm such a different person at 29 than I was at 18. Like the things that I want and the way I choose to approach situations is so different. So like, how would I have known where I wanted to be? And some people get lucky. Like some people grow up with a passion and and that's what they want to do. And they follow through from a young age and they make a shit ton of money and that's fucking great. But I, I don't know. I just think it's weird to expect that of such young people who aren't even like fully developed mentally, you know? No, I agree. Super weird. And, uh, you know, just I think it's a learning curve for everybody. You know, you go through life and you kind of see what you do like, what you don't like and, you know, where you might fit in. And it kind of took me a little while to kind of figure out where I want to be and, you know, what I want to do in life. And I think I'm still kind of changing my idea of what I want to do. But, um, you know, I just want to do something that makes me happy and it shouldn't just be about the money. And, you know, right. It it should just be about what makes me want to wake up in the morning and go do what I want to do. Right. Well, I also think like we all don't realize how much time we have in our early 20s until it's already gone. Like, I feel like at your age, I was thinking, I'm getting old. I'm getting older. I'm 23. I'm going to be 24. And I was like, I need to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. And now, at almost 30, I look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I could go back to 23 with, like, the clarity that I have now because... 23 to 29 was so much time like I could have done so fucking much and even at 29 turning 30 like I'm still young there's still so much I can do in my 30s but there's like something about the young 20s mentality where you're like oh I'm getting older I gotta figure it out yeah I definitely felt like you know maybe a little rushed in the beginning but I think now where I'm at in life I think things are kind of finally like falling in place for me Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty excited about that and like you know what my future is going to be looking like but um you know 
I totally agree with you. I think hindsight hindsight is 2020. So if you can just make decisions now and if they're the wrong ones and you're not happy in your career or with your friend choices or relationship choices, you can always change it 15 times until you figure it out the right way. No Mm -hmm. one really knows what they're doing until, like you were saying, after the fact and see if they're happy if they were happy with their choices or if they should have went in another direction. And there's always time to make a change. Like I've met so many people who are older than us who have made changes. I remember one time I met this woman at work and she was 50 years old and she was celebrating that she had just become a dentist because she had gone back to school in her 40s oh. and I don't know if she like opened her own practice or if she worked for someone or whatever, but at 50 she was celebrating that she was finally a dentist. And like her whole life was kind of starting over as far as career wise at 50. Right. That's 20 years from now for you and I, you know, so I feel like it's never too late. I was just thinking about Darlene and it's the same thing for her. I mean, you did you know that you were going to be a commercial real estate mogul at when you were in your early 20s? Did you have any idea you'd be in real estate one day? Absolutely not. You didn't even realize that in your early 40s, right? No, I really didn't start. Uh, that part of my career probably until I would say late thirties, right? Uh, just before forty, actually, um, I worked for the government before that. Right. So you had a, a whole entire career. I had, a and then whole you career, started a new career, which was years working for the federal government. And I, then I after that, that, not only did you make a career change, we won't tell. Nobody tell. <laughs> but not only did you make a career change, but you opened your own business, which is I ten times harder. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talk about stress. That was a very stressful move, you know, uh, going through a divorce, having to be on my own, uh, change, that change, you know, taking care of my kids, making sure that they were settled, uh, wondering, you know, can I be successful on my own? I, I wanted to be able to support myself and not have to, you know, count on somebody else to support me. Right. And that was really my drive, you know, my driving force to make the business successful. You know, when my girls that are here, you know, you guys are in your 20s and and now 30, uh, particularly Rihanna, who's younger, you know, say, oh, my God, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Listen, you're so young. You have your whole life ahead of you. I didn't start my career of my own career until I was almost 40. And now, you know, I'm in my mid-50s. Can I say that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when you look like you, you can. Okay, thank you. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was a lot of hard work. I was passionate about it. I was dedicated. I mean, you guys remember, I was always on that phone at night doing emails, creating, you know, uh, content for the website and whatnot. But it paid off. And now I can't imagine myself doing anything else ever again. I, right. like, I, I can't now even, it's your life. Right. I almost don't even remember my past life, like right. what I used to do, because this is my life. I live, eat, and breathe, you know, commercial real estate. Um, so, yeah. Rachel so that, and I talk about that all the time. Like, you've lived so many lifetimes, and we have... We were just talking about this yesterday. From our age to your age is almost double the life we've already lived. Yes. So like how much can we accomplish in that time? So much. You know? But that's why when, when you know, Rihanna gets upset or when Rachel or who, any of my children get upset at a young age, I, I kind of just, I always encourage you and I say, listen, this, you know, you think, oh my God, I'm so old, I'm 25 and I don't have everything I want in my career and that you have a whole life ahead of you to decide that there is no timeline. Yeah, but you're also built different. And I think that like you're very inspiring to all of us and we all look up to you, but you should be Thank very you. proud of yourself for like the drive that you have and 
the work ethic that you have. And I think we've all taken something from that because people don't just fucking do that. You know, like people don't just decide during a divorce with three children that they're going to change their career because they're not happy or they want to pursue something else and put the effort and energy into making something a success. And if it's okay with you to talk about, it took you almost 10 years to yeah. make it like a serious success yes. that it is now. Right. There was a lot of like, people don't see that part. Like there's a lot ups of and downs ups and downs and, and struggles. And, yeah. You know, and then of course COVID hit and that kind of, you know, uh, put a damper on things once everything was up and running and right. successful. Then of course COVID hit and that had a, high, a big impact on, on my particular, you know, business. Yeah. But the whole industry you persevere. of real estate. Uh, you know, I, the one thing about me is when I, you know, the question really was stressors and whatever. For me, obviously, work is a stressful situation. There are a lot of stressful deals that I'm working on, and there's, you know, uh, it, there's big money involved in it, and it, you know, you really want that deal to happen. Right. Throughout the deal, it could be stressful, um, but I'm always very positive. I mean, I literally wake up every single day and I just think positively, and I'm always, um, you know, saying to myself, "It's going to work out. Right. Do what you have to do, make it work out, and if it doesn't, don't let it." kill you right you know put your body armor on okay move on the next deal is going to be even bigger and better and generally that's what happens right what's the what's the right way to phrase what you do for people that are listening like Um, i was going to call it a commercial brokerage firm i I have that right commercial real estate brokerage firm right uh we do do small business transactions so we help people buy and sell their businesses just so people have some clarity on like yeah what you're referring to you know a commercial building could be like a strip mall where you have your local pizzeria or chinese food restaurant dry cleaner you know strip malls right we sell those entire buildings right uh as well as you know individual commercial buildings as well um, yeah, I love it. It's challenging. It's definitely uh, not a world that women were really into mm-hmm. back when I started. Uh, so that in itself was a challenge, but it didn't scare me. Right. It didn't scare me at all. And well, if anything, it gave me more oomph to, you know, be successful. Like right. I could do it. Right. So. Yeah, but yeah. you've always been that way. And, you know, that. how do I deal with stress when I deal with stress in those situations? I mean, honestly, I mean, mean, we're being 100% honest here, Mm -hmm. and you guys probably know this about me, but I just go shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. Ain't that the fucking truth. And not that I need anything specifically, but I think it just, it's such an easy thing to do. I think because I'm always on, I always have to think, I Mm -hmm. always have to plan, I always have to organize, you know, how I am. I think when I go shopping... It's, it's so stupid. Rachel's looking at me, but I can just walk into a store and I just randomly walk around and like, there's no you know necessity right. to do anything. There's no pressure. There's no planning. I'm right. just like, la la la, and that kind of does either buy it or you don't. Yeah, Wait, are you sure I, it's I definitely not got wine? that from you though. <laughs> you got that from me too. <laughs> yeah, but it just calms me down because I think I'm always on. Yeah, I'm just always on my like I have to be on my game. Yeah, and I'm always a planner, mostly day a little bit. So I think when I go shopping, when I am stressed, because things do stress me. um, For me, I don't even have to buy anything. I just have to be in the store and just kind of lolly, you know, gag around and just do whatever. But I did. But then you do buy. Right, is there ever been a time you like haven't left the store just like one item? Yeah, and the one one item is a Gucci belt or bag. (laughs) It's like not little shit either. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. Well, Thank you, Mom of the Clan, Darlene. You're wonderful. If anyone's looking to buy a strip mall or a business, <laughs> call us. Okay, Ray, let's Thank go you. back to you. Okay. So, you, we didn't get the second part of your answer. So, you were talking about how, like, figuring out your plan and um, 
place in life and what you're going to do is your biggest stressor. Right. So when you're feeling stressed and you're feeling down, what do you do? What's like your go to? I mean, I do a couple different things. Um, funny enough, one of my favorite things to do is actually just kind of drive around in my car and blast music. I don't really give a fuck who looks at me. <laughs> I'm just doing my own thing. And whether I'm screaming, you know, the song at the top of my lungs and crying or I'm just jamming out and having a great time that usually calms me down. Um, I'm also a big reader. So typically if I feel like my mind is just like all over the place and I need like a quick time out, I usually just like grab a book, sit down for a little bit, kind of right. like calm myself down. You need to try reading in the bathtub. I'll and have music. to get on Do that. <laughs> what, that if really you, what if you drop I'll get those salts too, you know? What no, I use my phone and actually I drop my phone into oh. the water. They're pretty resilient. Even though. better. All right. It was fine. I bet your speaker is real fucked up. No. Her, on her the phone. The iPhones are like... I think the new iPhones are like semi. I mean, clearly my phone was dropped into a dog water yeah, bowl. Yeah, they are. They and are. the bathtub. <laughs> my mom was FaceTiming oh, Milena and it was under the water was in the dog the bowl. And she's looking oh. down into and, the water bowl. And it was bowl. so funny because like I was talking to her on FaceTime and all of a sudden I <laughs> see like the water just like. And then she sees me pull up. And I go, phone. oh my God, she's underwater. That happened to us phone. when Rachel dropped so her phone bad. in the toilet. I mean, once. my phone did say that it or had the water ocean. in it. She's, she's lost her phone a few times. Or Miami when Rachel she lost her phone Rachel has insurance on her phone, her phone because of that reason. Yeah, she needs it. She uses it. Talk, I'm surprised talk about a life stressor. I'm surprised they don't drop you from phone <laughs> insurance. Yes. <laughs> yeah no wonder my phone never you were the only anymore. one that ever had insurance on your phone and it's so funny because she's literally one of the most responsible people i know when it comes to her life but the one thing she can't fucking do is ever charge her phone her phone is always <laughs> dead she will be home doing nothing just home just home and the phone can't be plugged in it's like it's and it's not even attached to her she's not even on it my irresponsibility with my phone is a stressor in michael's life yes 150 <laughs> percent. that is a stressor in my life how do you decompress I yell at you and I say, charge your phone, you fucking piece of shit. And then you do. The amount of times that we've been on the phone for an hour and you're home in your kitchen and you're like, oh, my phone's going to die. Or it just cuts out and hangs up. And I'm like, oh, her phone died. Like, why can't it just, just be know. plugged in? You, you just know. You're like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll call I, me back. Yeah, I'm not like, did she hang up on me? I'm like, oh, her phone's dead. Wait, read. Do you read books on your phone or like? Oh, yeah. Like, so you like the I had I love I need a Kindle. I feel like you got to go old school with that stuff. But I mean, from time to time, I do read it on my phone. So, you know, a little easier. But I feel like there's nothing better than taking a hardcover book and like sitting down at the beach or sitting down, you know, in a beanbag or wherever, you know, your comfy spot is. But, you know, there's nothing better than just like beanbag. Haven't heard about you know? those in Man, a long has time. Man, the comfiest like room room yeah, yeah. i have a nice Everything setup ever since you guys room. moved out i really i made that a penthouse <laughs> it's so it's really because Rihanna also shops to decompress <laughs> can i, I mention really that's do. my old bedroom by the way no one cares and rachel's old bedroom i actually <laughs> got both, over both bedrooms. our bedrooms <laughs> oh yeah because you have those like <laughs> pocket doors combined our rooms is now her new your room is actually penthouse your room is epic basically. there's like yeah. so wait let's explain that there's like pocket doors between what was rachel and raquel's room right and then rihanna had the small little room right and then you moved in to Rachel's room. Yeah. So and then when you Rachel made and the, Rachel went to college, you know, I had the opportunity to move into their room, but at the time I just like didn't. And then finally they like officially moved out after college. And I was like, you know what? What am I doing? Like, I'm just going to take over the rooms. And oh boy, was that a problem. When they came <laughs> home, they were like, this bitch took over my room. Where said, are we going to sleep? Where's uh -uh. all our old stuff? And remember when you were little, you always said, oh, when they move out, you're going to put a jacuzzi yeah, in their room. Yeah, listen, you got to manifest, uh, manifest stuff, well, guys. Well, she did Come get on. the jacuzzi. She finally put all the rooms together with her big screen. And, and the gym. 
gym. Like a, a full gym. gym. Oh, yeah. So that's she what I was. Goes, you see, I manifested. Yeah. A couch, I, I really a mini did. fridge with like cold brew coffee. Like, girl, I'm <laughs> like jealous. I go there and I eat like all her snacks. Yeah. You ever she need a popcorn guys, in the room? Just, uh, hop over to the Ragon's house. You know, you're welcome to join. Rihanna should Airbnb her room. Right. She literally has an apartment in your mom's house. It's sick. It's out of control. Every time I sleep there, rent a room in a beautiful colonial. You have oh, like yeah. the most epic candy section. I really have a sweet tooth. It's uh, it's honestly a problem at this point, but uh, definitely whole candy bar and all. Rihanna goes to me. Oh, you want cold brew? I have cold brew and creamer like in my mini fridge. Help yourself. What is There's your cups life over there? I was like, wow. I don't even have cold brew in my apartment. I felt like it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're, and then I'm like kind of pissed. Your like, penthouse have made my room that way. Don't be rude. Younger. Like, why didn't I think about that? my house? I, it's you know true. What? I think from we're getting a new kitchen. <laughs> and, and, and a blue kitchen with grandma, European like, you know, appliances. <laughs> but you're also the baby of the family yeah. because not for anything. I asked mom when we were younger. Mom, I just came over from college. I have a mini fridge. Can I please just put it in my room? She's like, ah, no, the electric bill. And you've got a freaking gym, full screen TV, mini fridge, hot popcorn tub. maker, hot That's tub. because she's selling the hot tub high is not end in the room commercial real estate the hot not now. I must Should say, be. though, the excuse for the... Uh, the next will be a sauna for her back. Yeah, literally. Yeah. No, the excuse for the mini fridge was, oh, well, I have COVID. So now I'm just going to, you know, quarantine in my little penthouse. Oh, smart. yeah, that sneaky was I slowly moved my stuff in. Yeah, so mom didn't have much to say about it then. Can we talk about your not not one but two mattress toppers? Yes, (laughs) it's like the princess and the pea. Like her bed is so comfortable. Yeah, but like everyone who comes and sleeps over, like has the best sleep of their life. I'm serious. Like I'm jealous. All of the people that sleep. And then I buy that comforter, (laughs) and my bed's not as comfortable. It's something about her bed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my god. And your epic crystal collection. Yeah. If anyone's looking to ever buy crystals, hit me up. Oh my god. These two. We're really really pitching our businesses on your podcast. Yeah, worth of crystals in my house. Here come these two. Here come these two with their fucking Mercury and Moon. Wait, I didn't mention that one more. I don't want to hear it. Well, we're not going to start now. <laughs> <laughs> we're selling tarot. Okay. We are selling crystals, commercial real estate, and <laughs> ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> so, you know. Well, I talked about this whole episode, how like this is what I like to do when I need to feel better. So this like whole weekend so far, even though it's on a weekday, Amazing. has really so, like given great. me the reset that I needed. Like I was talking last night for the beginning of this episode, which you've now already heard. <laughs> um, yes, I did. That I already felt better. Like last night when I was laying in bed before we started drinking and we were just like kind of doing our showering and getting together before we hung out, I was like, wow, I already feel better. Like I already feel relaxed. I feel like every time we do this, it's like a hard reset and everyone's got something, no matter how like serious or trivial it may be, at the moment, like we've all always got something that we just need to get out and talk about. And I think that we talked about this yesterday. We're so lucky that the people that we have that we're closest with that help us through the situations that are hard are our family. Like yeah, that is not that common for people. Yeah. So we're very lucky. And I know that we talk about that sometimes, but we need to make sure that we don't take that for granted because it's important and it's very special very 100%. I mean, you guys have helped me through like so much, and each you know, each one of you in your own way, like yeah. each of you brings something different, including my mother. Yeah, each of you brings something different to 
the conversations that we need to have. Right. You know, like some of us are a little more like vocal about things when we have a problem. Me. <laughs> but other of us are more realistic. Some of us are more dreamers. You know, we each bring a you. little bit of something. I'm definitely a dreamer for sure. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we kind of all bring in a special dynamic so that it's well-rounded when we're it's trying different. to like sort through an issue. Yeah. But we can kind of all be there for each other in a special kind of way. Right. I, I love it. Yeah. I mean, we're very, very blessed. And it's yeah. always good to like bounce things off of each other because sometimes like when we were having a conversation about a relationship last night like everyone has a different perspective and everyone has a different experience Mm -hmm. and although we all know each other so well if you tell me something I might see something different than you and if I say it to you maybe you didn't see it that way and it makes you think and same goes for me like sometimes I'm so stuck in my own situations that one of you guys will be like well if you look at it this way it's actually this and I'll be like oh I didn't think of that. And then that changes my perspective and gives me more insight on how to deal with it or move forward. Yeah, no, it's You know? Well, one thing I was going to say when you said we all stick together Mm. is it always makes me so happy, you know, not happy, but if one of you have an issue or a problem or relationship, you know, I'll send out a text to all of you like, oh, Rihanna's having a problem with, you know, her boyfriend or Raquel's having a problem with whatever. Literally within you know minutes, everybody's converging at my house. Bottles yeah. of wine, we like drop everything to do it, and that's family. By the table. Everyone's always there, and everybody you know it, we almost make a night of it, and we sit there for hours. Yeah, with just, wine and with chain wine. smoking, and now the ran has the hot tub, some drugs, and the hot tub, and you know I just it she just, skipped over drugs. <laughs> <laughs> the mother here. Oh and, man, and you know what? Uh, fortunately for us, we have that um, support yeah. amongst each other, but there are people that don't. Right. And, um, you know, I, I kind of live my life like I try to really treat everybody nicely. You never know what someone's going through. Right. Um, it sounds like a job interview. <laughs> it does sound that way, doesn't it? She it's very ev- formal. She treats everyone that way except the girl at the Starbucks drive through Except the girl at the Starbucks drive through Can you back me up on that? Yeah. Because the only person she treats like a complete piece of shit that I've ever seen is every Starbucks drive-thru employee in my life. She's the nastiest and, customer. And sometimes servers and all of her children <laughs> yeah. have been servers for 10 years. <laughs> oh, sometimes you're mean to servers. Sometimes you're the I'm putting worst it out there to the world. I could definitely count for that because I get so, you know me, I get so freaking embarrassed. Yeah, like when three mom's to like, one. Yeah, you I'm going to send this back or like I have like an issue with like I need this. I'm like, please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. Can I please get some extra ketchup? I know you're allowed, but sometimes I get embarrassed, you know? Um... Mom's mom tapped out. <laughs> that's it. I'm out. Cause you guys, that's not true. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> Always nice. Mom, to we're not making fun have, of you, but like, do you have something you know. else to say? Cause I want to move on. Cause we're not gonna let you defend no, let's yourself. Move on. It's just let's wrong. Just move on. It's it's so wrong. Okay. Does anyone so have anything else before we wrap up? Cause we gotta wrap up in like a minute. No, I mean, all I'm saying is like we are really fortunate as siblings to be able to be so close. And you know, I actually talk to my friends about this all the time. And they're like, you know, I wish I had the relationship with my own siblings that you do with your family. Right. And like even moms included with all this, it's not just siblings, it's our mom too. Like mm-hmm. you're our best friend and like you're always around in, in these conversations and topics. So we're just really, we're a blessed family. Yeah. And everyone have, always you know. wants you to be a part of it. It's not yeah. like, Oh, our mom's coming. Everyone's no, like, no, you're part of it. Yeah. What? You made it mom. <laughs> you made but honestly, it. Honestly, the memories that we've made so far and just continue to make like every family trip is, it's just incredible. Well, like, I think about really that is. so much now that you have your own child. Yeah. Like, yeah. Before 
2019, we did shit like this all the time, but it was just us right. and your mom. It definitely changed the dynamic. It changes the <laughs> dynamic because it now it makes me think about like, well, what's it? We always talked about like, what's it going to be like when everyone starts having kids? But now that it's happening, it really makes me think like, well, what is this going to look like in 10 years yeah. Yeah. when you have kids and you have kids We're gonna need and more I space. don't have kids? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need more space. Best uncle. Do you know what I mean? There's going to be like four, five, six, seven, who knows what kind of pack you people I are going to have so running around the fucking vacation house like it's just crazy to think about how we don't even have that yet yeah. but it's coming it and it's going right. to become like the new normal the way mila has become the new normal yes. for us but think about but how two years evolved. ago it wasn't like that it's insane yeah. yeah well michael you and i would even talk about how our younger siblings are six seven eight years younger than us and imagine when their children are adults so weird and it's and an we are our mom's age and right. all of our kids are adults. It's, it's be, weird enough yeah. that they're adults. No, you're going to no, live forever, you will mom. Live forever. Yeah, we were talking about today when we yeah. were... No, I did not sound upset. My God. Her tone was a little... Yeah. Meaning you're going to live forever. Like, I hate that you put yourself like in a position we where you We were talking about that walking up the stairs today. She was like, imagine when we're doing this at mom's age and she's like 85. And I was like, but I feel like it's going to be the same thing. Like, she's never going to be a decrepit old woman. No. Like, no. you're just going to be this forever. Tan. <laughs> if you can see done. her right now in her sexy... Latin woman outfit that she's wearing. It is. It's lat. Those pants are very Actually, like I'm Hawaiian, in. A very Hawaiian. I'm in Cuba or something, and her boobs are everywhere. I talked about her boobs. She took her sweatshirt off. She took them out. And it's she's like J Lo. J Lo takes a vacation. She's outfit. literally 800 shades darker than when we got here yesterday. It's incredible. Um, but I also want to say that I feel very fortunate because obviously Rachel and I became friends and got really close. Best friends towards the. <laughs> towards the end of high school like we had known each other for a long time but we weren't close and then through becoming close with her i became close with you guys and now we've all been together for what has it been like 10 years 12 years something like that yeah, i mean damn you you married me I, yeah literally I'm, I'm her i was her gay priest that's at right. her wedding that's right <laughs> um do we, do we know if that's legal or are we sure I mean, you're the one. Listen, technically, the state gave me the license, so we're good. We're We're good. good. Um, (laughs) You are efficient. Glad we cleared that up. But over the years, like I became so close with you guys that, like, now I'm just part of your family. And now my brother's gotten older, and now he's so close with you guys Mm -hmm. that he's the same way as me. Like, I have a different relationship with each of you, and he has a different relationship with each of you. So it's so weird and interesting to see. But like, I feel so fortunate that people talk about like, oh, you can't pick your family, but I kind of did, you know? But the fact that you guys like took me in the way you did and like just made me a part of your family and like you don't treat me any different than you treat your own kids. It's so wild. We call wild. you our brother. Yeah. Like when people ask us, we're like, "Oh yeah, our brother Michael." Like there's no, you know, which way about it. And, and when, we always my, talk when about... my mom is planning dinners all the time, <laughs> it's just like the number has changed in our family. Right. It's, mm-hmm. You guys are a given. Every time we yep. make plans for vacation, yeah. it's just a given. You know, it's weird. You might as well be blood. It's so weird when we actually like think about it because I don't think about it, but when I do, I'm like, "Oh, it's so crazy that." That's how this happened. But that's part of the reason which we don't have enough time to get into. Like her and I always talk about how when people are like, oh, that's cute. You're best friends. We're like, no, you don't get it. Like we're not best friends like your daughter who went to college and had a roommate and they see each other twice a year. Like you don't get what this dynamic is. We're it's different. Yeah. That's a story for another time. Anyway, thanks for being here in our Montauk suite apartment. Was this a townhouse? What is this? 
Oh, sick. A condo. Gorgeous. What's the difference between a condo and a townhouse? Is there a s- distinct difference? Not really. Not really, but generally a townhouse will not have anyone above or below them. Right. A condo will. Got it. Like the people below us that we dumped all our ashes on that want us to die. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be well, there. All I can say is the deck hours is definitely what's next after Oh, this. deck hours are starting, and we may come back and update you depending on how we obliterated may not sound like this, we though. get. <laughs> Which reminds... The Prosecco yeah. is about to be open. And that reminds me that I have to go roll a joint. <laughs> Everybody cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Let's not get too far into that conversation before Michael, I get banned from listen, the internet. We That's, we're stopping there. Everyone needs to stop talking. Okay? <laughs> oh, you have that the floor. thing that the minute you put the microphone in your mouth. Oh, I wasn't recording. Uh, Hold on. So I told everybody before they started because Rihanna was like, well, we can just like cut this out, right? And I said, when you sit down in this chair, you sign away your rights. It's like signing a waiver. And anything that you say... Canon will be used against you. Okay, but I wanted, it's at my this discretion at this point this whether I include it or not. And if I'm going to look it up. And if you don't like it, look at mom's mouth. I will, they can collect flies right now. I will refer you to my lawyer. <laughs> she's like, why do, She's like shocked. Like Have your shocked. lawyer call my lawyer if you don't like it. So, mom, basically, I, if you don't want to say anything, walk out of the room. And honestly, <laughs> let's just for you know purposes of me not getting turned into writing, a predator. So I can read it. I warned you about that. I told you don't say anything that no. you don't want he- everyone to hear. Right. Did I, I not? Agree. Yeah. Right. So goodbye. Rachel's That's your disclaimer. Or like going back and forth <laughs> like I she's. Mean, I really <laughs> not just talk about this. She looks scared. <laughs> no, no. Wait. So raise your hand if you're not stoned. I'm not. Raise your hand. Oh, it's uh, a raise. And I was going mean, to say, no, no you're stoned. Put your fucking <laughs> hand down, bitch. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not drunk. Who are you lying to? Us or yourself? Stop moving that mic around. <laughs> they don't know how to podcast. Do you hear these noises, everyone listening? That's Darlene and Rachel. Um, Raquel's the only one who doesn't partake in the marijuana. So yeah, but the last time that I actually did it, like the last few times I did it, like 21 was no the one last cares. time. No, I felt like I was like dying, like panic attack bad. I mean, it's legal, so stop. <laughs> but no, I'm mom. But I'm not, I'm not mad. You guys do it all the time. I don't care. I'm gonna you throw act up. like I judge. I don't care that no, you do no, no, it. No, no, no. No one was saying that, you lunatic. Are you sure you're not high? Cause no, because mom always paranoid. says she's like, I act like I judge. You seem paranoid. Are you sure you're not maybe high? Maybe I'm picking up on your energy like yeah, we spoke maybe, about before. Maybe your contact eye from edibles. Maybe. So everyone else... <laughs> Everyone else took edibles. I refuse because the last time I took an edible was in the winter and I was sick and I had like a fever and I took an edible and I had like stuffy nose and I was falling asleep and I was like, no, don't fall asleep because if you fall asleep, you'll forget to breathe and die. Yeah. Like what is fucking, what a fucking lunatic was unwell. So every time, ever, ever since then, I will not take an edible. I will only smoke. All right. That's a smart choice. So I've been drinking tons of Prosecco. Yeah. If like, you don't stop moving that microphone, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to shut it off. <laughs> Are you quitting? <laughs> <laughs> Mom is outie. Give, give me the headset then, please. Give Rock all so the I headphones. I can actually freaking hear. <laughs> oh, what a night. <laughs> okay, so Raquel is the only one who's not stoned. But I have a decent so, like prosecco. She's drunk, buzzed. She's prosecco, sure. but we went through three bottles of prosecco. 
Can we have the bottle, actually, since you're not participating? Yeah, put it right here on the table, please. (laughs) Since you're not, you know, involved in this. (laughs) Is it empty? Oh, shit. Party foul. (laughs) We'll open this. We've got some good local. Okay, wait. So I just want to tell everyone who doesn't know, every time we go on a trip with Darlene, she'll call something the bar. So yesterday I was like, where's the wine opener? She's like, oh, I put it over there on the bar. These places don't have a bar. She picks a random piece of furniture, such as a side table, and she puts (laughs) all of the fucking thousands of bottles of alcohol. Does that mean more alcohol? Wait, (laughs) red solo cups, wine, liquor, reusable cups that she asked us to bring to bring to the beach. With alcohol. And she says, that's the bar. So this bitch sends me over to the bar. There's coolers on the bottom. There's cooler bags on the bottom. This is crazy. We need to see someone as a family. As she breaks open the cookies she's been talking about all night. She's been trying to give us these fucking chocolate chip cookies all night. Yeah, she really has. She couldn't help herself. I might not refuse this time. Okay, Raquel. So as the only person here who's not stoned, what is it like to not be stoned and watch the rest of us exist? Is there a noticeable difference? You all have the same eyes. <laughs> like looking at me, you're all like squinting at me. <laughs> and it's like a funny look. Except like for Rachel. Like you all have just like a very calm, <laughs> giggly Move this, I demeanor don't trust you. to you. What? You're all very like calm and giggly. So like if you didn't know that we smoked, would you think we are? Like if you just showed up here having no knowledge as a stranger that we were stoners. Other than yes. I feel like you would definitely know you were on something. On something. Wow. What no, else? No, and could... not in a bad way. And I don't mean that in a bad way. That I mean that sounds in like, like a, a bad way. You're, you're all like your you eyes are all very like sleepy, squinty, like. You can just tell. All of this needs to be I was going to say, I thought I was like slick when I came home back in like high school. Like I always thought like mom never knew I was high. I thought I could like get away with it. Oh my God, same. You're telling me right now that you could tell. So that makes me believe I was not good. But it's like (laughs) very similar. I mean, I guess, wait, wait, but not for anything. Now that I'm like analyzing it, when I drink wine like that, not Prosecco, but like when I'll drink like a red wine, like a deep red wine, like Cabernet or something. I do tend to get those <laughs> eyes, like that, like squinty eye, yeah, like wine eyes. tired wine eyes. So I'm wondering if I'm sleepy. Someone tie. just would think that maybe <laughs> you just drank a bunch of wine, or maybe not per se. I like, don't know. Hi. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking. Weird. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that one more time? That is, okay. that is fucking weird. No, it's not bad. I do it with my YouTube videos too. Wait, I so can re- like pull, repeat what you said. Okay, I pull in information like really quickly. Oh, here we go. No, I do. Raquel's like my brain just processes it really fast. Memory. I can read really fast. Like I can like watch YouTube videos with it on a speed of like 1.75. She lives her life in fast. So forward. sometimes when I'm listening to your podcast, She's I'm like, literally Wonder Woman. I have my headphones in and I'm listening to it while like cleaning the house or like doing whatever. Am I on a Verizon commercial? Okay. I'm, Everyone always says I'm as perfect, but I'm just I'm so saying. smart that I listen to I my didn't Kindle say that. <laughs> Wait, one person at a time. I'm going to throw up. You guys do this to me every time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're like, you're so perfect. You're kind of blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Who said that? <laughs> you always act that way towards me. She's like, oh, Raquel's perfect. Wait, she said that we all call her perfect. <laughs> That's how you treat me like joking, like sarcastic. <laughs> what? Like Raquel has to be goody two shoes all the time. And now I'm telling you that I, I read books really fast. And I can 
take the information in quickly and I watch my YouTube no one's videos. No saying that you're not smart. I it's just the believe way you said it. It was, was the way so that you funny. Said it. You said that you read your book while you're walking around the house. Yeah, ask Duffy. Oh, Duffy's always just, like, Duffy's like, wait, funny. you just finished your book? I said, yeah. He's like, how many pages was it? Like, I literally can just kind of like. 4,002. <laughs> read really quickly. Like, I take the information in quickly. I, I believe on, it though. Wait, no, I so do. Can we go back? Because yes, we were paused. So, so. Okay, I'm sorry, wait, 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 wait. Everybody stop. Wait, that we paused to have a conference during the recording to make sure that what we were saying was acceptable. We regrouped and we came back. <laughs> While we were paused, you said that you play my podcast at 1.4 in speed. 15 <laughs> speed or no, whatever. No, not 15. Three one, speed manual. One I don't know. 1.4. So you're normally listening to yourself at <laughs> so one. So Michael's like. <laughs> so I'm like. No, he's not. Could he's you imagine not. what it sounds not like to say, version. hey, sluts and whores? in 1.5 speed. I'll show you later, Michael. It's not that fast. It's just a little bit faster so that like I take the information Open this bo- in. Can I have the wine opener, please? No, it's not offensive. I love you. I'm just like throughout the day, I'm I listening want the to wine your opener. podcast Stat. and I'm like listening to things. I've always repeated back exactly word for word no, what you've said No, the crazy part is, everyone stop, everyone stop. The crazy part is that you literally quote lines that I say. I know. Out of like the end of the episode. So I know you listen I to the whole thing do. on double speed and you <laughs> still remember the words I, I said. I take it in quickly. That's crazy. Except you your laugh, really... I'll be honest with you, when you laugh at that speed, it's like, <laughs> 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 like instead of like your. Can wow, you play it? Can you wait? Really podcast. No, I love really This smart. is my dream come true. Can you play it right now yeah, into I, the microphone? Yeah, I use Great. you on like my Amazon. So, you okay, hold on. No, it's not offensive. I don't want you to take offense to it. I'm being honest, but like this is the best thing that's ever like, happened to me on okay, this so show. Okay, so like, say for example, like <laughs> this is the greatest moment the show has ever seen. I'm I'm, oh God, oh. here's Darlene. You are? Are you sure about that? No, you never told me that you did this. Mom, why would I tell you? Oh yeah, I listened to Michael's podcast at 1.4 speed. Because that's weird. It's not. I just am busy. I'm a mom. No, it is weird. Can I have Darlene? No, not that weird. Not that one. Everyone needs to stop talking at the same time because I not that one. I'll break something. Okay. I'm gonna play it. But now I feel like you're judging. Like, wow, she's such a bitch for listening to it at 1.4 speed. Honestly, that's your own conscience because you're doing it in a facetious way. Because I thought this was great. It's like in all honesty, this is how it goes. I listen to your podcast whether I'm driving, whether I'm cleaning up the house and I have my headphones in and I obviously listen to Mila, but I also have one headphone in like one ear and like listening that. to Mila on the other end, right? <laughs> so I'm listening to Michael and now in order to get it for me to like get it done while I'm like doing the dishwasher and like a load of laundry, I put it at 1.4 speed. So it kind of is still, I can hear what you're saying, understanding it. It's not chipmunk No, 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 wait, wait, wait. It's not that weird. A lot of people do it. Yeah, I do like, it with my YouTube videos. In all seriousness. She's skimming. No, in, in no, all seriousness. I pick it all up. A lot of people do it. And Kendall will do it sometimes when we're going to sleep with his audio book. And I'm trying to fucking fall asleep. And this fucking book about the 10 principles of war will be like, while I'm trying to sleep. At like fucking one and a half speed. I want to die. So let's try and put it at 1.4, which is my normal listening speed. I will admit on YouTube, I do put it at 
1.75 but i also put captions on i don't think you have Whoa. captions yet so <laughs> so that way i can read that it was quickly. a lot of information yeah no i'm serious but let's see if we can find you laugh because sometimes it does sound like a like you know like that. <laughs> that sounded like a gay dolphin wait let's try and find it This is a good mix. <laughs> I'm just going to skip around so I can get this to the This has been postponed twice and moved to different venues once. They moved from arenas to stadiums. They That's postponed not that fast. COVID, postponed to second <laughs> This hour. is so creepy. I sound like I'm on fentanyl. Of after hours. We have two whole albums that he is touring on this tour. The After Hours <laughs> I mean, in a good way, you speak very clearly so I can yeah. hear what you're saying. Yeah. I've never... Lots of speculation and requests. <laughs> Rachel's doubt out. I don't know. And then I know it won't happen because it takes too much time. I can't. Stop, 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 stop. I don't want to hear it anymore. Where's the laugh? <laughs> Enough. That's the best part. I literally would rather kill myself than listen to that for five more seconds. No, that I actually sounds don't mind it. Like you know why though? I, I also am on know speed. you personally. So like, like the drug, I not... can hear your voice in normal time. It's not weird to me. Like I just hear you and it's just fast forwarded. I think like, I'm tapping out next and you two can Should go. I look this up? Is this something that's like. No, no, no. It's not you. It's what it sounded like. It didn't sound bad to me. <laughs> it sounded crazy. <laughs> But um, yeah. Did you hear? A- did you hear that? Please say something. Wait, should we put it up higher? No, no, don't ever play <laughs> that again. Yeah, that was like um, what's that movie like? <laughs> the Chipmunks movie, like you know, they're like or the Minions. Like, <laughs> like that's like literally what it was. I could not have imagined this night going any better. <laughs> well, I want you to know I love you. That I absolutely do it because I want to listen to all your content. No, no, and I'm I- just busy. Raquel, please know? don't take me the wrong way. I appreciate you. <laughs> And if you could find me a drug that will bring me to your energy level to be able to listen to things at that speed, I will accept it. Yeah, I'll let you know. Oh uh, wait, I figure it out. <laughs> you're, I turned you off. Did you hear my? Did you Is hear my sparkling wine growl good. in the microphone? A new no. UCLA study showed that? that Rachel's students, telling me the stats. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Okay. A new UCLA study shows that students retain information quite well when watching lectures up to twice their actual speed. Once they exceed that limit, things t- tend to get a little blurry. I have Raquel is super, you know, smart. So I feel like you <laughs> do it. Like I'm you saying, are really you are. Smart. You're very smart. You are so. super smart. <laughs> Thank the you. The smartest. Thank you. So I feel like you're able <laughs> to do it. If I was to listen to that, I'd like tap out halfway like through the first like. I minute. dare you all to try one one episode or I just d- find something shorter <laughs> on on like YouTube. Darlene Ragon is the color of Pocahontas. <laughs> That's not appropriate. I don't care. <laughs> Nothing's appropriate on this show. <laughs> you may not be able to, but we can. We have Native American in our blood. Honestly, it's we been do. going on From a Dad's weekend. Side. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? You brought watercolor into this house. Look at you. <laughs> all you need is a black wig. <laughs> or just lose the extensions. Who'd she marry? Jon Snow? John something. John Snow. <laughs> That's from Game of Thrones. What's isn't his it? name? John what? Pocahontas is ma- uh, John Smith, John Snow. What's the difference? He had a big <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, Rachel. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be cut out. <laughs> Have you dated a John Smith? <laughs> 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 
Honestly, bitches, call my lawyer. Okay, Rachel, if you're stressed out right now, remember the podcast prior to this. And maybe you should just do that self-care, like, de-stressor right now to calm yourself down. What was your own? We didn't get to hear yours. What was your own advice? I'm going to throw up. No, I'm going to choke on this fucking chocolate like, chip cookie. Someone's phone is on the floor. Like, like you're, you're, you know, like, you just did a whole thing. Raquel, stop talking, please. On Raquel, shut up. Taking care of yourself. Raquel, shut the fuck up. It's true. I'm at the beach. I'm like, 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 Forced. What is like, wrong with the two a, of you? It's because they're it corporate down. bitches, unlike the rest of us. Oh they're fucking corporate bitches. They're worried about their goddamn <laughs> image. <laughs> What'd she say? She doesn't right, want this so to wait. tarnish her reputation. Michael, Michael, remember when you had the code She's names in 90, your episodes? Those two were 96 seconds from calling their publicists. Give them their frick- give them new code names. I would love to hear. Real estate with. mogul, mom, Sue's podcaster. Do you know what yeah. that'll look like for me? <laughs> no, Michael had a podcast episode like South Carolina where he gave people. He's like, let's just call it's this too person. Too late for that. We are way past code names. Do you want to slap me? <laughs> Will Smith brings Will Smith into this. Wow. Where's Will Smith? Our next guest waiting in the loft is Will Smith and Chris Rock. <laughs> Again. <laughs> what happened? We were fine and then we weren't. Rachel, was, wait. It, was it me? Guys, it got no. heated for a minute. I was getting a little nervous there. I didn't know if I was They're gonna literally worried about their corporate reputations. But nothing really was said. They that's want me really dead. Yes, ninety-six percent of the country smokes weed. What do you think? You're special. I think this is fun. It's after hours. It's it's pulse pounding after dark. Raquel's calling this pulse pounding after dark, which to me is called pussy pounding. You should oh, make this boy. like you should make this like a monthly thing where you just like pulse pounding after dark. Drink some shots. Isn't that that's probably something no, someone wait, already that's does? That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> honestly what a night can't believe i was stoned out of my face listening to myself in warp speed what a disaster <laughs> we honestly had the best night last night we were playing rummy two nights in a row and the first night we carried over our scores to finish out the game and i'm like not usually very good at that game and every six months that we play it I'm like, I don't remember how to play. You have to reteach me. And I have to wait like <laughs> three or four rounds to really remember how to play. And I was on such a high because I was winning by a lot, a lot. And then I just had like three or four <laughs> rounds in a row where my score just went down the fucking tubes. I went from like 250 or 275 in the lead to literally zero and then in the negatives. And I was like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> I was so done with that game at that point. But what a funny experience listening to that shit in fucking warp speed. And I stayed up until five in the morning with Rachel talking and chain smoking and drinking. (laughs) So I was like stoned, kind of drunk and exhausted when I went to bed and I didn't fall asleep until like six. And then I woke up today at like 1230 and I didn't actually get up until like 130. So like what a waste of the last 
full day. <laughs> but it is what it is. I was tired. So now we're going to spend the rest of the night, our last night here, hanging out, pop a bottle of wine, have some dinner. This honestly was everything I needed it to be and more. And everything we've talked about this whole episode with like being stressed and being in a weird place and like needing a reset and what you do to do that. Like this is what I needed. This is what I do to get myself back together. And I honestly feel like so centered and so much clarity after like the conversations that we've all had this week about our lives and our relationships and career and finances and plans for the future. Like it's really just been such an incredible moment to do nothing but gain so much insight. So super grateful for the family and for the company that I keep. And I really feel good going back home after this weekend. I wish we had one more day. <laughs> I wish we had one more full day and night to stay and then I would be ready to go home. But it is what it is. Whatever it is that you're going through when you're going through it, just remember it's so important to find whatever it is that grounds you and whatever it is that helps you cope with the rough patches and just fucking do that. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm going home from this mini vacation with a fresh perspective and a fresh start in a sense, and it's time to get serious and it's time to get some shit together. I have such an insane schedule for the rest of the summer. The month of August is wild and September as well, as far as like the show and interviews coming up and prepping for stuff and a whole ton of shit that I'm doing. I feel like my August calendar and my September calendar are just like about to close. <laughs> Everything's about to be filled up. So I have a lot to focus on getting back in the gym, getting my body in shape, um, and just like, you know, starting to feel better about stuff, starting to get back to a positive space. Ugh, I hate when people say that. Oh, space. And I hate when the way people use the word space and I just did it. Fuck. So that's that. I'm in a great mood and I can't wait to down a bottle of wine. <laughs> Roll another joint. Thanks for coming along on this journey and this trip this week as usual make sure you're following me on instagram at mickey not the mouse make sure you're following the instagram for the show that i never post on which is at pulse pounding <laughs> make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on because if you don't you're a rude ass bitch and don't forget to send me stories questions suggestions for things that you want to hear me talk about i love incorporating the perspective and feedback from everyone that listens and the questions that we do where you guys tell me your thought process on things and your perspective and to include that and talk about it is so much fun. So if you have any suggestions or anything that you want to hear me talk about, any stories that you have that we can dissect on the show, send them in. You can send them to me on Instagram through DMs. You can email them to me, notthemouseproductions at gmail.com. Send them in. I want to know everything that's going on in your fucking life. <laughs> All right, bitches. See you next week. Oh, 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 o